Hey. Hello. I didn't do a yo, I just did a hey this time. Yeah. It was a nice change of pace. Mixing it up. Totally. It's a new year. It's a new uh, intro. How's that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm 35 now. I thought you were 35 tomorrow. You just said it's a new year because this place, this one takes place on the second. Oh. So I was going with you in the, in the whole like, <laughs> yep, it's Wednesday. Oh. Yep. No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I, I <laughs> Way to go. Way to yeah. instantly, <laughs> totally like uh, set up, <laughs> establish a time frame, yeah. and then immediately ruin it. Yes. I did. I said. I said it's the future, and then you said it's the future. I was like, "Bullshit! What are you talking about?" <laughs> uh, yeah, your birthday's coming up. That's exciting. Yeah, um, yours as well. How was uh, not quite as close? How was uh, your Christmas? Anything exciting from Christmas? Um, Celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior. Yes. So okay. <laughs> Neither Justin or I are religious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. So. Whoa, that was my body making noises. Anyway, um, so my grandpa died on New Year's Eve a few years ago. Oh, I thought you so. I thought you were going to say like New Year's Eve because that's today. We already dated uh, Christmas Eve. Excuse me, he died on on Christmas Eve uh, in 2014. And so Christmas, like he was like our anchor point. Like we're gonna go to Grandma and Grandpa's house. Um, and since then Grandma's moved around a bit. Now she lives like an hour and a half away. Like on a lake and so like we don't get up there that often and so like i wanted we like the family wasn't gonna have a family christmas and i was like fuck you yeah we are it, and uh, your grandma can't be young no how, how old is she she is 81 how's she doing um she is mostly wheelchair bound um so I'm not, I'm obviously not the first person to think, to say this, like I'm not putting the thought in your head, like how many more Christmases are there going to be with grandma? Right. So you yeah. need to make sure that that shit happens. Exactly. But she, well, she can't travel, right? And she lives an hour and a half away from everybody. So the obvious thing is we have Christmas at your house, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Which, uh, apparently she thinks if we have Christmas at their house, like my, she lives with my aunt. That they have to do everything, and I was like, "No, we can do everything. We are we are the ones who should be doing everything. We're the younger ones." Yes, yeah, she's the matriarch. She yes. doesn't have to do yes. shit. Exactly. Uh, so it became a thing, and it was stupid. But I didn't realize it was a thing until a few days before Christmas. Um, so like we weren't gonna go up there on Christmas. We had like a small little Christmas Eve thing. Well, then um, Christmas Eve kind of got turned into a bigger thing. So we got to, I got to see most of the family through uh, a whole lot of bitching and moaning. Um, but we basically had a family Christmas because of it. So that's so, exciting. So in hindsight or foresight for next year, should you just make a point to do a thing? Like go up Christmas Eve and see Grandma? You know what I mean? That's what really, I said. Like... It, you care about your relationship with her. I mean, mm-hmm. you care about other people. Really, I mean, you want to make sure for yourself that you get all the time in that you can. Yeah. So, like, I, I told my cousin, like, next year, like, if they don't want to do it at their place, that's fine. We will, like, rent 
a church basement or a pavilion or something nearby um, and just have it there. And, like, we can plan and do everything. They don't have to do anything, but we still have Christmas with Grandma and everyone. So I'm sure I've said that at least twice because we're two years into Christmases on Remake Me. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, I didn't, f- I don't feel like we figured out Christmas until I was with my Jewish wife. Uh, because they just do pizza on Christmas Eve and it's like mm-hmm. super more, way more casual. Yeah. So like even throwing that at you, like if it's just about being with grandma, like yeah. she doesn't give a shit. I'm sure if you make a turkey. Yeah. So, um, cause this was just like a potluck, a little snack. Thing, yeah. Sa- same idea. Which is, yeah, yeah exactly. Thing. Um, and then, so Christmas day was about like Marianne and her dad. So we went and saw the Grinch, uh, and then had, um, she made a nice little Christmas dinner. Um, I never got the uh, the tradition of the movies on Christmas. It's it's tons of people do it. Mm-hmm. Explain it to me. Did you always do that? Has that always been a family tradition? Because like as a like kid, I said, this is Marianne and her dad's. That's so their they thing. they go and see movies on Christmas quite often. Yeah. Did they do that when she was a kid? I don't think so. Because that but that's kind like... of like because. The rest of her family's in California, and it's just her and her dad here, mm-hmm. um, and you know uncles and stuff. So like that's I think kind of been her and her dad's tradition. For I can a while. get that older, but especially as a kid, like it blew my mind when like you're an eight year old kid, and then you would hear your friends say that they went to see a movie on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Even as an eight year old kid, going to the movies is a fun thing to do. If there's any day that you want more hours in the day, it's Christmas Day. Like, you're pulling three, four hours away to go to the movie theater on Christmas when you could play with your shit. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. Yeah. I don't I, the, you know, the Christmas I got the Super Nintendo. I just wanted to play Super Nintendo. Yeah. But we had to go to Grandma's house. Yeah. Fuck Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what we can say from what I've said previously. <laughs> Uh, uh, for the record, that was not me. <laughs> yeah, that was my because you said two o'clock, mm-hmm. and then you were like at one o'clock. Like, why aren't you here? That's not at all. Basically, that's no. basically. Uh, and I, so I, I set an alarm for one thirty because I I am deep into staycation mode, mm-hmm. uh, which ends tomorrow, unfortunately. Uh, so there was a chance that I wasn't going to wake up until my that alarm went off. I uh very much i said eta meaning Mm -hmm. if you were going to be longer i have a a book that's on hold at the library that i could have picked up Mm -hmm. but you said you're going to be here an x length of time so i didn't have time to go to the library it was not an impatient hurry up and get here (laughs) that was not at all what it was so then um on wednesday the day after christmas boxing day for some uh we just went over to uh my mom's house and and had a little like mom only christmas so it was it was good. It was a good Christmas time. We played Heads Up for hours. Heads Up 7 Up. No. <laughs> Do, we need to play that. The next time we have people over for poker, we need to play Heads Up 7 Up. Yeah. So add that to the list. Werewolf, <laughs> poker, Heads Up 7 Up. And then we'll get a rousing game of Duck Duck Goose going. <laughs> that was too physical. <laughs> heads Up 7 Up was where it's at. Um yeah, Heads Up is like it's Ellen DeGeneres' game from her show, okay. but it's just an app on the phone, and uh, it's like taboo or whatever. Oh, okay. There's a 
there's something on the card. There's a, you can pick a category. There's something on the card, and then they have to do something um, to get you to guess what's on the card. Some of them are just talk about it. Some of them are like you can't say anything. You just have to act it out. And some of them are like you have to hum the na- the all these songs. So it's fun. There's one where you just have to do accents and impressions. Ugh. And the thing oh, that sucks about it, like, it. I love that one because I'm bad at both of those things. You, but the you, fact that they can guess them is fun. But there's only, like, 20 of those cards. Every other one has, like, hundreds of cards. There's only, like, 20 of those. So, like, you can only do Sean Connery so many times before you're like, you know what it is. You know my shitty Sean Connery. Can we hear your shitty Sean Connery? Uh, Okay. The the line I always do for Sean Connery is uh, something. <laughs> it my impression is actually based off of Tom Krosik in high school. Okay. <laughs> His 007 Sean Connery. Morning, partner. Drop your punters. Uh, it takes I, longer to get into it. I could get that. Yeah, I could hear. Drop that. your punters. I could hear that. Good. So it sounds like you had a good time. That's yeah. good. How about you? Uh, it's pretty uneventful. How was your pizza? Uh, it was Pizza Hut, which is the worst. I can't. I hate Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut is the best chain pizza. It is the worst. I can't. I can't. I just didn't. I just can't eat Pizza Hut. Like if I'm I always have- going to prefer like a local chain or something that's um, a little hole in the wally because like the only reason they're in business because they fucking know how to make pizza. But Pizza Hut is the best chain I, it's like i feel like i can wring out every piece with of with grease like i need to like wring it out like a washcloth that's how i feel about papa john's like my my old my gold two was you could paint a basketball court with the grease on one pizza i believe that yeah um yeah the uh my christmas eve was the same as they have been for quite a while which is just me up late cursing trying to build shit mm-hmm. like and every year it's the same thing. My wife like, oh, I'm sorry I made you get that. You were right. Oh, I'm so sorry. Ooh, do you need help? And then I'm like, yeah, hold this. And then I, she helps me for eight seconds. And I'm like, just just go. I'm not actually mad at you. You're trying. But this go. Is... I'm frustrated with this. And you were incredibly incompetent. You were pretty and I love you. Go away. <laughs> like every time and then i just go to bed bitter like these fucking kids better appreciate this fucking big basketball hoop yeah. that i had to build god damn it and then now it's just in your driveway uh no this was this is one inside this is like oh. a dual thing nice that took forever to build how long does an indoor like isn't that just cardboard and a plastic hoop like did you have time hard time like stringing the net on what no this is like metal framed with the big net on the side like an arcade oh, style this is like the yeah <clears throat> it's like, like the arc- Chuck E. cheese yeah yeah, basketball. yeah that's exactly what it is yep wow so <clears throat> sort of sucked uh i just cleared my throat there and i've become self-conscious of clearing my throat because mm-hmm. i work with a guy who either has a nervous tick or he has stage one lung cancer and i don't know which it is <laughs> because he's constantly like you'll just be doing work right Mm -hmm. so you're like working working and then all of a sudden you're like (coughs) like (laughs) but it's literally every three minutes yeah uh 
so now I'm self-conscious whenever I actually clear my throat. Um, do you, does Jen do this? Like Marianne will uh, clear her throat and then it'll be completely innocuous, but it sounds completely passive aggressive. Like, <clears throat> like that is, movies have taught me that that means I'm mad at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she's just like watching TV and I look over and she's like, what? I had to clear my throat. Uh, she, no, my wife doesn't do that. My wife does this thing where like her throat itches. So she clicks the back of her throat and I hate it. But it's related to the same thing as I'm a big sire. Like I sigh a lot. Yeah. Uh, which I don't. It's never a conscious thing, but I definitely do a lot of big sighs. Mm-hmm. And she always does that. She's like, what? What's wrong? You're sighing at me. And I'm like, we have been together for 15 years. <laughs> if you do not understand that my sighing does not mean that. How are you? Not, how, when are you ever going to get it through? You're just so frustrated. You're like, ah. Um, but yeah, I sigh a lot for sure. And I feel like the need to do so now, like it's a yawn because I'm talking about it. <laughs> uh, and that's asinine. Um, yeah. You want to get into the sha- the, the lift? The lift. The shaft? Uh, de lifting. Give me a synopsis for the shaft. Lift. You mean the lift? The lift. I don't know why. Just got shafts on the mind. I know, right? Because it's Christmas. Um, uh, it's called the lift because it's it's about a, an elevator. <laughs> it's an evil elevator. It's an evil elevator. I was so disappointed that you went so serious last week when you were doing the what you guess these movies are. Mm-hmm. Like if there was ever a time to go dumb, it's talking about an evil but elevator. That's but that's fun because. I went completely serious on a completely dumb premise. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah. It's an evil lovely yeah. elevator. Uh, overall thoughts on the lift? Um, actually, good. I think so, huh? Ish. Like, I feel like they did everything they possibly could with the evil elevator premise. <laughs> and... I, I, I commend them for that. To be fair, they could have done that in a seven-minute short film. <laughs> sure. <laughs> instead of this nearly two-hour-long epic. Yeah. Um, and then they remade it. <laughs> <laughs> the same guy remade it. The same it. guy. I was hoping that you'd realize that. Yeah. The same dude twice in his life mm-hmm. was like, uh, and we'll talk more about it when we get to the shaft, but it's the same fucking movie. Yeah. Like. I don't know uh, why we need to talk like, about the shaft really, because <laughs> every you're gonna just everything we say about the lift. Just picture that, except worse. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so we open on an elevator, mm-hmm. uh, and these really gross people getting in it, yeah. and getting it on and my, necking and stuff. Like my these first are, note here is these people, uh, these people are fun and not at all annoying. These are these are. Uh, real swingers like yeah. when you watch porn and you see swinger porn that ain't real swinger porn i don't know that they were actually swingers no no because they all they stick to their, no, they their partner i what i'm meaning is in real but life, they're very comfortable with they, fucking in front of the other people but, th- but those are the people those yes. those are what people look like that that fucking oh of yeah. People. yeah yeah uh they're throwing the key parties i started to count at the very beginning of this movie because i was like this is gonna be fun because they say the word lift so many fucking yeah. times right at the beginning 
And I have the note that says I gave up at seven and five minutes because I was like, I can't do this. I don't have the energy to keep counting how many times they say lift. You need to get one of those uh, like uh, running coach lap counter things. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I kind of should do that because I feel like these kind of things come up a lot. Mm -hmm. Like I did the cookie thing for uh, Come Back to Me. Yeah. The cookie counter. Mm Mm-hmm. I do like that idea. That is a good... There's got to be an app for that. Oh, speaking of cookies, we made... Okay. Let's go back to Christmas, right? I feel like... I need to say this. I need to say this. Okay. So, like, two or three weeks ago, uh, maybe, yeah, somewhere in there, we spent a night making a shit ton of cookies. Uh, Two nights, actually. We One night, we made a shit ton of gingerbread cookies, and the next night, we made a shit ton of sugar cookies. All with the intent of, uh, we're, we're, she, Marianne spent so long watching video after video of how to decorate stuff, and she learned uh, a technique called flooding. And basically, like when you see a really nicely made sugar cookie or whatever frosted cookie, like they take they have two bits of icing. They have the regular icing, which goes around the edge. Then they have like a watered down version that goes in the middle, and that's called flooding. Right, learned all these t- tips and tricks and everything. So it's the mashed potatoes and the gravy. <laughs> sure, yeah, we learned all this stuff, and then uh, we were. She's like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna make all, we're gonna ice all these." And then she looked up the recipe for the frosting, and there was no butter in it, and she pretty much lost interest. <laughs> so then she just made some buttercream frosting. That's awesome. And it can't like, be good. it doesn't have butter. She just made some buttercream frosting. And it just lives in a bowl. And if you want, you can grab a cookie and do that. But we just have all these fucking cookies that are completely uniced. And now I just feel obligated to eat them so that they will get out of the house. And down the toilet. (laughs) Yeah, eventually. So I have eaten so many gingerbread cookies. She had a bite of one and was like, I'm not going to eat this if it's not frosted. (laughs) Okay, I guess I'm eating like... 17 pounds of gingerbread cookies. It's a rough so that life is, for that you. is my goal right now. <laughs> and you go back to work tomorrow. So you have 15 pounds to eat in yeah. the next 12 hours. Yeah. I want to point out, I think I've said this before, like I always envision if there's a, if there's a doll made of someone, what like that you pull the back of their string, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what they would say. And I there's feel a like snake in my boots. Yes. And I feel like yours would definitely be a cookie quote. Like, we need to talk about cookies. (laughs) How often do I talk about cookies? I don't know. But your segue that I don't remember exactly the quote was wonderful. I said, speaking of cookies, I need to say something about cookies. I need to say something about cookies. That's what you said. Yes. I feel like you could. All right. That's a good pull string quote. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I need to say something about cookies. (laughs) Like, I feel like that needs to be your catchphrase. Like, you run into a room and interrupt people at work. They're like, I don't know about these numbers. I don't know what we're going to do. And then you rush in and you're like kind of sweaty. And you're like, I need to say something about cookies. <laughs> I did watch a video on how they make cookie cutters. And it's fucking amazing. It's like, do you ever look at like, um, like industry porn, like how it's made and stuff like that? I used to really be into how that's made when it was on like a or whatever. Yeah. So these are like, it's machines and you put in like a ring of metal and they just have a bunch of hydraulic arms in different positions, and they go in a certain order, and they all just crimp the metal into 
it's a Christmas tree, or it's a reindeer. So there's no frame. It's just the amount that it does the bending. Yeah. In the order that it does the bending. Yeah. I like That's it. It's crazy. Uh, so these people are on the elevator. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, is this a poisonous red light? What is <laughs> happening? Because the elevator turns red. And I was legitimately, they're, they're all trying to breathe. And it turns it into an easy bake oven. Yeah. Red means evil. Yes. But I thought it was like a poisonous gas at first. It's mm-hmm. not. They're no. just really hot. So it burns them up. So your brain immediately went, how did the Nazis do it? Poisonous gas? No. Oven. There you go. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so weird. So, All right. So uh, the, the Felix, uh, who's the elevator repairman, mm-hmm. the hero of the movie, gets a phone call. Uh, at home and before getting the phone call to say come fix this elevator he scolds his son for reading yeah he scolds him and tells him why are you reading you do that at school and i think he might make a gay joke the the mom does that the mom does yeah and yeah it's the stupidest thing ever and because she because he's reading the paper and she's like why are you reading don't read at the table you read at school and then he's like, Dad's reading. And she's like, he's an adult. What? <laughs> None of that makes sense. No, it doesn't. And I and I really wonder, is it, is it a trans... This film is obviously dubbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wonder if that was actually what it was translated to. I don't know. Or but is it something the about... The dumbest thing. I don't know. Dutch culture? I don't know. I didn't... It, it was bizarre. They also discussed breast here, like at the table. Yeah. She's... Yeah, he says, uh, or they were talking about hair, I think, or something. Yeah, because he's like, uh, the boy's like, you get hair on your face. And she's like, mommy, when am I going to get hair on my face? Mm -hmm. And the boy's like, you don't get, you don't get hair on your face. You get lumps. Yeah. (laughs) The dad's like, they're called breasts. Uh, he also salts his own drink, the little kid, like he's trying to play a prank or something and he ends up salting his own drink. I think that was his dad's coffee, but I think he ended up getting stuck drinking it. I don't think he ever drank it. I don't think anyone ever drank it. It went nowhere, but yeah. Okay. Also their mugs were clear. They are clear mugs. Mm -hmm. I just put that together. Which is weird. Uh, okay. So Felix gets to there and finds out nothing is wrong with the lift. Also, the little boy looks like Dutch Corey Feldman. I need to say that. I could see that. He was wearing clogs <laughs> the whole time. That's why the audio was so bad in the movie. They're all just chomping around in these wooden shoes. Yeah. Uh, so nothing is wrong with the elevator, right? Yeah. The, the um, not, I don't know. He's like a maintenance guy. What I don't know. He's not the building manager because that's another guy, but he's just a tall, lanky dude who like, is like head of maintenance, head of custodial. I don't uh, know. I mean, in the remake, they make it very clear the hierarchy of who people are. Yeah, but we don't have the luxury in this. Yeah, so he takes him up there, and then he says, um, "Oh, there are two windows broken." And then they show that there are no windows broken, but there's glass on the floor. I don't know. Mm. That seemed weird to me. I have zero recollection of that. Yeah, it wasn't memorable. It just. I'm weird. Uh, we get our first, uh, no, not our first kill. Our next kill is a blind man who we watch sign a contract. 
You're skipping over all the the weird little quirky things that I had. Go ahead. Uh, he also just pulls out a bag of tobacco and some rolling papers and just rolls a cigarette right there on the job in front of another human being. And that's super weird to me. This is like the 1970s. I feel like this is... It's the 70s and it's the Netherlands. I get it. Whatever. Different culture, different time. It's still really weird. Also, tobacco just looks like pubic hair. <laughs> he just pulls out a big tuft, <laughs> puts it in there. Tuft of pubic hair. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, Continue with it. So, yeah, then there's the blind guy, but the yes. blind guy is signing a contract. Yes. That is not in Braille. No. And it made me think, like, so a contract... For a blind person, it seems like it would need to be in Braille. Or you have somebody there with you, a lawyer or someone. Yeah. Like, that, that, just just the logistics of a blind person signing a contract. I have the same note here. Seems weird Blind to me. man signing contract. How does this work? Yeah. Like, in real life, yeah. I feel like you have to have... I mean, they wouldn't have a power of attorney. That's the wrong word, because they're able to make their own decisions. Right. But... There's got to be something there to protect both parties, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're entering into a contract, what if the blind person is like, I didn't know what it said. I can't read that. Yeah. So I feel like there needs to be another person there signing that they've read it to them or something. Mm-hmm. And some sort of notary. How about our blind listeners? Let us know. Yeah. If we- you've ever signed a contract, which everyone does all the time. Yes. How does that work? Let us know. Mm-hmm. I'm remake, genuinely remake me podcast at gmail.com yes yeah genuinely interested in this uh unfortunately my phone wants a soft wants me to update a software unfortunately can't, i'm using you for notes we can't uh ask this man because he fell down into the shaft yeah uh <laughs> damn it that was a flash gordon i was confused the shaft and flash gordon apparently uh the Icarus Restaurant is featured prominently, uh, yeah. which I felt like should have meant more when you go with something like Icarus. You flew too close to the sun. Um, That's the whole point of the thing. The scientists flew too close to the sun trying to create this biolo- this bio-computer. Yeah. It has meaning. Mm, I felt like it could have went more. I was looking for a minotaur. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why is there a minotaur? Is not isn't Icarus have to do with like a maze? No. Icarus Icarus uh his father is an inventor. His father creates wax wings that let them fly and together they go and fly, but his son wants to fly higher and higher and he tells him uh not to, but his son won't listen and he flies too close to the sun and his wings melt and he falls and dies. And the moral of the story is stay in your lane. Don't be don't don't try to be too much of a person. It's not a good story. I feel like uh I would prefer that story with a minotaur, but that might be true of most of my stories. Like <laughs> yeah. if you add a minotaur to any equation, doesn't mm-hmm. it end up better? Yeah. Uh, the lift would be better with a minotaur. It would, wouldn't it? Just like, you know, the girl is playing like you know, the right one opens, it closes, the left one opens, it closes, and then the middle one opens. Fucking Minotaur. There's no reason that couldn't have happened. No. They missed an opportunity. It, yeah. I'm, it's a good thing that I'm not actually a student The computer's executive. made of protein and can replicate. It could genetically, like, replicate enough cells and then make a Minotaur out of that. Sure. Yeah. 
it's I believe weird, that. It's a good thing it's that it's just I, blue goo, but that, it can make that, a that I'm not a uh, uh, a studio guy mm-hmm. because I would seriously give notes like this movie needs a minotaur <laughs> and just make them fucking put a minotaur in this movie. Like Yeah, and that, it's like the notes to regarding Henry and you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> This movie's about an asthmatic amnesiac. Uh, I almost said asthmatic. That's a little different. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, this is we get a decapitation right from a security guard from the world's worst security guard. Uh, he sticks his head in the elevator to take a little peek. Like, his partner hears a noise and he's like, "Ah, eh, it's nothing." That's literally that's entirely your job is to hear noises and go, "What was that? Let me investigate." That is 100% your job. It's <laughs> all you have to do. Uh, and he gets decapitated. Yes. Dead sea. They filmed that in reverse. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they? So here's my note, and I have no idea what it means. Decapitation, Black and Decker drill story. <laughs> uh, you get used to it. What does that Did, mean? Were you once decapitated by a Black and Decker drill? I don't know what this note means. Like, I was hoping you could... Did they tell a Black and Decker drill story? No. Black and Decker drill story. What story do I have regarding a Black and Decker drill? <laughs> what the fuck? I don't even know I what that I don't know. You means. built all this shit down here. But nothing got decapitated. Like, why? what, in, what was happening when I was watching this movie? <laughs> that I was like, decapitation... Black and Decker drill story. You get used to it. I don't know, but I I bet you thought it was hilarious at I, the time. It sounds like I, I <laughs> want to hear this story, and I don't even know what it is. Uh, so apparently this is one of the strongest uh, and most successful Dutch horror films of all time. I would believe that. I feel like I need to explore what other Dutch horror films there are, because... I don't feel like I enjoyed this nearly as much as you did. Yeah. I had never seen either of these movies, but okay. in my mind, I was like, there is not one, but two movies about killer elevators. One was remade from the other one, and the same guy directed both. I have to solve this in my mind. This is I what the podcast, this is why <laughs> I created this podcast. Yes, exactly. I have to understand. And I don't have answers for why. And I realized <laughs> I shouldn't have cared that much. <laughs> uh, so there's another scene where um, he's being reprimanded by his boss, our protagonist. And he's like, We're taking you off the case because. Uh, you're getting too close and whatever. And there's a map with a bunch of pins in it in very specific locations. And he just takes out a pin and starts playing with it. Like, that's not that's not cool. No, no. If you see a bulletin board with a bunch of random pins, take one out and play with it. It's weird that you want to play with a pin, but pe- some people fiddle. I get it. Whatever. You Do you know where that pin goes now? Do you know that it goes... Back into Fjernsheern. I, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know what Dutch sounds like. So, I think that was Swedish. Actually, I think that's what you Yergi were doing. Berg. <laughs> I think you were doing Swedish. Uh, so Felix is told here soon that he needs to take some time off. Like he's forced to take some vacation time. Yeah, and he like argues it. This scene happens in every movie. Like mm-hmm. usually, it's cops. Yeah. Right. You can kind of get the idea. Like I'm a cop. This is what I was made to do. 
I don't want to take time off. I'm a workaholic from for being a cop, right? I don't feel like people that are elevator repairmen are like have the passion for it that Felix feels for repairing elevators, right? Uh, like, you remember Zodiac, right? Sometimes you just need to solve the puzzle. I, <laughs> Why the fuck is this elevator killing people? I don't think that that's... At this point, this isn't the elevator killing people. He gives up his marriage to figure this out. <laughs> just willingly. <laughs> willingly gives up his marriage. When the wife's like, you're cheating on me. And he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to go fix this elevator. <laughs> yeah. We are both terrible at our jobs because we would not give it. No, no. Like, I like I so just wanted to be away from work. I love my job, but I hate just working. So, yeah, I don't get a paycheck next week because I'm a contractor and like. But I realized if I take these three days off, like I'm already being forced to to uh, not work eight days. So if I take these three days off, then I get 11 days off in a row. That's worth not having a paycheck for a week. Sure. It was already going to be a shitty paycheck anyway. Mm -hmm. So why not? Yeah. Uh, Around here, I don't remember the situation, but uh, I already said this movie's dubbed. Mm -hmm. They obviously dub a woman laughing. Yeah. Did she laugh in Dutch? Well, no, you have to have continuity. You have to have the same voice actress do the laugh. Uh, I'm not convinced that you'd be able to tell that it wasn't the same person. I mean, if it suddenly it sounded like ADR and then it sounded like on premise, I don't know. Like if you're if you're dubbing over anime, like you you do you're the, you're the person, so you do the laughing and everything too. Felix starts investigating the situation. Okay. So he there's a guy who uh, killed himself, Kowalski or whatever. He's mm-hmm. the guy who killed himself. He worked on the elevators previously. So I made the note, either crazy guy made crazy elevator or elevator made man crazy. That's my deep. note. That's deep. So I, I was putting together the puzzle. So this is uh, Rising Sun Electronics is responsible for this, right? Mm-hmm. And this is when we start realizing that they were doing bio computer items and, and you know, yeah, because her, her friend, the, the computer science professor, puts up a shitty drawing on an old overhead, which I guess at the time was a new overhead <laughs> projector, and is just starts rattling nonsense. And, like... There, I liked their techno babble. Like it's complete bullshit, but it's fun bullshit, and it's not like completely factually inaccurate. Uh, I I can get pissed off a lot at fake technology and fake science, and I felt like this was fine. So they start playing with the computer parts of the elevator, right? And. The computer sounds like a phone for some reason. Like, you know, how you the phone works off of a sound mm-hmm. thing. Uh, yeah, like a modem. Uh, it sounds, the computer sounds like a modem. Sure, yeah. Are you already in the elevator shaft? Yes. Did you, you skipped over the shrine. The shrine. 
they go and visit Kowalski's wife. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And she has built a shrine to like her husband and this fucking elevator stuff. Uh, I don't, maybe we. All right, so we'll reach out again. So we reached out about to blind Wait, people. Fuck, that's in the shaft, isn't it? That's in the shaft. I wondered, but yeah, I was also it is. I watched them fuck. farther the way than you. Uh, elevator repairmen or families or former. Uh, if you have an elevator repairman ex husband that you left, or or ex wife, mm-hmm. there can be female elevator repair. Yeah. people uh is it that demanding are you committed to your job this much because i don't feel like i don't know but that guy got committed Ha-ha. <laughs> uh and so <laughs> somebody throws pudding on a wall and he has like a vietnam flashback <laughs> uh, this movie's dumb uh the chips were made of protein mm-hmm. in the united states and they became evil and then decided to grow themselves because they're made of protein. Yeah. Uh, and then we watch Felix. I feel like this is a training video for being an elevator repairman mm-hmm. because literally for like a half hour, we watch him do his entire inspection of the elevator. Yeah. It is fucking ridiculous. Like we're watching him tighten every bolt mm-hmm. and check everything out. Nothing as exciting is happening. It is completely. This is the climax of our movie. This is completely I guess pun intended mechanical, mm-hmm. right? Like there's nothing entertaining happening. He's just going through a checklist of fixing an elevator. Yeah. But then he finds it. He finds snot on a computer. And he stabs it. <laughs> and so the elevator's like, ah, I need to fight back. And so it just raises and lowers itself, which grazes his back painfully, I guess. I don't know. Uh, and then he he loses his his stabby screwdriver so then he grabs his blunty wrench and starts beating on it uh and then eventually like falls uh to the doors area and is trying to get out can't get out and then a reporter lady shows up who we haven't mentioned this whole time but is the other main character in this movie she shows up and pulls him out, uh, and the day saved. Except, uh oh, other guy we haven't mentioned, research guy, shows up. <laughs> we didn't mention any of the people no, in, the, in, in the end of the, that are like important to <laughs> the story. Because fuck them. Really, really, what is important to the story? Felix and an evil elevator. Sure. Uh, he shows up and oh god, he's got a gun. He's gonna kill us. No, he shoots the elevator. <laughs> And then the elevator uh, grabs him and hangs him, and they're like, that sucked. But you know what? It's over. Let's walk away. Even though it just... Yes, why is it, it over? Just flew, it just like used its cables like hands and grabbed him and choked him out. I feel like the easy way to get away from a uh, evil elevator is to not go ear- near the evil elevator. Sure, yeah. Like just destroy the it, building. All that's all they need to do. Even then, if it can't die, just put a put a little uh, concrete cap over the top of it. His, Nobody his, can get in. The the uh, CS professor is like, yeah, they just buried the computer. <laughs> just do that. 
Uh, okay, Let, let's go over my ending notes here, yes, right? Do it. So I have so either crazy guy made crazy elevator or elevator made man crazy, and then I have did they create elevator AI? And then so yes, they created elevator AI. Uh, next one just says jelly brain, and then why are they walking away? It's obviously still alive. And that's those are my notes. They were setting up for the sequel. Yeah. Like they nothing, nothing was resolved two. here. Nothing was resolved. Electric Boogaloo. Nothing, yeah, nothing was resolved. No. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I don't really care for it. I enjoyed it. It was a fun ride. <sighs> I don't. Much much like an express elevator. It was a fun ride. Hmm. Uh, so your birthday's coming up. Yes, my birthday is tomorrow. I had a hard time trying to or figure yesterday. out what to do for your birthday. Okay. Because uh, I know you don't really like stuff, right? Who doesn't like stuff? Not a big stuff guy. I read a physical... I'm a huge stuff guy, but that's my vice. I'm trying to be less of a stuff guy. Well, I didn't get you stuff. Oh, okay. So I tried to figure out... Did you give me things? Maybe. Hmm. Uh, So I tried to figure out what to do. uh, And I came up with an idea that I still might do, so I'm not doing that, but this tangentially got me there. Okay. If that makes sense. Sure. First, what are your thoughts on re-gifting? Uh... Why not? Okay. So I had an item uh, in my Amazon cart that I was going to buy you for your birthday, but I knew that I was going to be getting uh, Amazon gift cards for my in-laws for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So on Christmas Eve at my in-laws, when I saw the item that I was going to buy for you and knew that it was not going to be utilized to those (laughs) that it was given to, I was like... Delete from my in <laughs> from my cart. I will give this that my in laws purchased to Justin, and it's literally the exact same thing. That's awesome. I, it was save me my thirteen ninety five. All right, so, I'm happy with it. All right, you ready for your your birthday? I, I'm ready for. We're gonna my do birthday. it on the podcast, right? I mean, probably that's what we're doing right now. All right. Figured you like to eat. I know that about you, so let's eat on the podcast. Mm. <laughs> what do you got there, Justin? <laughs> Crickets, <laughs> salt and vinegar, one so, gram. So, so here's what what he's got. Live crickets there. Not live crickets. They're not. Dead crickets. Here's the thing that's hilarious about this going on. So my mother-in-law put these in each of my kids' stockings, in all the grandkids' stockings. Mm -hmm. And my oldest son ran over to me. He's like, look what grandma got us. Look what grandma got us. Are are they real? And I was like, laughed at him because they're obviously real. Yeah. And said, uh, well, what do you... And his grandma laughed at him and said, read the package. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And I realized she bought these for all of the kids and legitimately thought that they were like gummies or something. Um, I can't help but notice you're not popping it open there, bro. Uh, would it help? <laughs> On the back, it says the other green meat. Uh, and it has a diagram. Rump, flank, drumstick, wings, breast. Uh, would it help to tell you that I did eat this? I did eat one of these myself. Uh, okay. Uh, and I didn't, I thought that this was sour cream and onion cause that was the type that I had in my cart and it gagged me because it was salt and vinegar, <laughs> not because it was a cricket. Uh, 
Ingredients. Crickets. <laughs> salt. Vinegar. Yeah. You're going to make me do this on the podcast? I feel like that's what it should happen, right? I did it. Happy birthday to me, I guess. Oh, come on. This is fun. You like you always talk about trying new things and and uh, and you like to eat. So I thought this was a good thing to do. You're not nearly as appreciative about your birthday gift than I thought you would be. Why would I want to eat bugs? You always talk about trying things. Like you you always want to try stuff. Yeah, like I've never been to Fuddruckers, so take me to Fuddruckers. <laughs> All right, he's got a cricket, a salt and vinegar. It's looking at me. It is looking at you. It's a full-size cricket. It's got no legs or wings. They're in the box somewhere. You can lick them out. So you eat it and then tell me you describe it and I'll describe it. It smells to you what very vinegary. It is very vinegary. <laughs> that might be what gags me the most. <laughs> I like salt and vinegar chips. This smells very vinegary. No, I don't. I can't do salt and vinegar. <sighs> I'm I'm building up to it. You can do this. I know I can. I did it. I just don't know Christmas that I want Eve. to. You can say you've done it. I've said I've done it now, so it's good. It's a good thing. I think the part that's freaky, like if it was chocolate covered, it wouldn't be a big deal at yeah, all. It's, it's like, but it's 100% just a cricket just yeah. looking at you. It just smells like a vinegar fart. <laughs> A vinegar fart. Ah, <laughs> uh, God! It like it looks like a tiny little monster. It. I mean, really, they are. I keep expecting it to like come alive in my hand. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's dead. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate you, Russ, so much. I did it. Come I keep on. doing it in my brain. And then, like, I'm, like, psyching myself up. Like, I'm I can do this. You spent I do it, like, seven times in my brain, and then, like, I can do it. I'm the and one. I look at it again. I'm the one that we've said is, like, germaphobic and doesn't want to eat things or whatever. And I did it. I saw them, and I was like, I got to fucking have one. So. Well, that's the one cool. That you want the rest? I can't do salt vinegar. No, these are your gift. Okay. Yeah, but, like, sharing is caring. <laughs> oh, he's, all right. All right. He's gearing up now. All right, he's taking Here his we deep go. breath. He's putting it up towards his face. He's opening. It's in. It's just salt and vinegary, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I ate one. Shut the fuck up now. Here's your barbecue. No, I'm good. <laughs> You're not going to do the... No, I'm not. Oh. That oh, was it's not fine. Barbecue. That was fine. It's bacon and cheese. Bacon and cheese. I'm gonna throw up right now. You're not gonna throw up. A, a little piece at the back of my throat. It made me feel like I'm gonna throw up. The larvettes, however, you haven't done. So these are little mealworms, uh, and I did these as well. That's fine. I'm. This is. I'm not. I'm a. Uh, you call me a fucking chicken pussy whatever this this whole thing is the whole predication of this podcast is i'm a pussy Mm -hmm. so i feel like i'm just staying on brand (laughs) you're keeping you're double downing on that so if you're not going to eat these i'll tell you so i did this this was definitely worse both from a psychological standpoint Mm -hmm. and it like disintegrated immediately in my mouth uh 
to where it was like... I feel uh, like its head is still rattling around in my <laughs> throat. It disintegrated immediately because it was so dry. And the two ways that I would describe this, you know, like uh, when, you, when you eat popcorn and it's got like the little hard husky mm-hmm. part. I, I feel like I have those in my mouth right now. Uh, that's what like that entire thing was. Like mm. you just crunched down it all and it shattered everywhere. Or the other way to describe it would be a, a, a peanut. When you take a peanut out of the shell you know has that like inner shell mm-hmm. thing that's what it was like ah blah. i am genuinely disappointed that you're not more excited about this being your birthday gift. i'm i'm also glad that i didn't spend the 14 dollars <laughs> if, if this is how my 14 dollars would have yeah would have went over i'm yeah i can't okay um i love candy pull my string i'll say that uh, so like I love watermelon flavored candy. I can't eat watermelon because watermelon tastes like watermelon flavored sand. I can't do textures. And yeah, no, like mm. there are textures that I cannot do, and that is one of them. Like I'm freaking out a bit that, like I know that I've already said I'm not going to do it, but I'm freaking out a bit just because like. There was expectation that I was going to. I apologize. No, that it's, I failed it's fine. So miserably. Would you like a sucker to make you feel better? <laughs> it's probably like a grasshopper or something in nope. it. Nope. Is that a locust? It's a scorpion. Scorpion in, oh, the, yeah, now I can see in the lollipop. Yeah. That's. Your Christmas was way weirder than mine. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, well, this is your birthday now, so it's Yay. way weirder. I'll uh, make Marianne try this stuff. I really thought that you were going to be more for that, so no, I sorry. apologize. I eh. thought you were going to be like, like you're the guy that'll like eat anything. Like you eat no, stuff I'm not. Trash. I'm the pickiest fucking eater in the world. <laughs> I grew up on chicken nuggets. <laughs> like, that's what I eat. Uh, well, happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> that's so sweet of you to oh, think of me like this. Well, I don't think I've pooped a bed on a gift <laughs> like that ever, maybe. I, I feel like I've given you this impression that I'm some adventurous eater. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm still pissed off that you only go to Fuddruckers everywhere. But, like... <coughs> I really did. I thought this was going to be a thing for you. So, I'll, I'll I blame like, myself. I'll go to, like, restaurant and... I'll just try to find the thing that's closest to a chicken nugget. But like I'll be like, oh, I went to this restaurant that's not Fuddruckers. Yeah. I uh yeah, definitely pegged you wrong there. Thought yeah. you were gonna be excited about that idea. Yeah. I mean, I have a tendency to um Donald Trump myself into something that I'm not. But uh yeah. Yeah, I think I'm you just, just a giant that pussy. There. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In well, the end. So I guess we can agree to blame you for this being Sure. Up? Okay, good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Happy well, birthday to me. Happy birthday. I'm sorry that I that no, I belly flopped there. Yeah. It, uh, giving given what I had said previously on this podcast, it's a totally reasonable gift and somewhat fun. Uh, but instead, it gives me nightmares. At least you could say you've done it though. Now, yeah, right? I ate so a cricket. I ate a cricket, and I've eaten a mealworm. So yeah. I'm excited about that. Cool. Uh, one more interstitial thing sure. that I thought you would appreciate. So I've been watching Survivor, I told you about, right? <laughs> really enjoying that. Uh, watch the season four. I'm up to season four now, right? Okay. Of 37. 
And the finale, this is 2002, probably 2003, maybe. And at the finale, there's a big reunion where everybody that came on and it's hosted by Rosie O'Donnell. Okay. So, of course, that's dating it, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, what was the Super Bowl slam, Super Bowl shuffle? Super Bowl shuffle. You made me watch. They did the Survivor equivalent of the Super Bowl shuffle, (laughs) led by Rosie O'Donnell singing a song about the Survivor about survivor mm-hmm. with all of the cast members having to like lean, like do that dance lean thing where you're just, you're not actually doing anything, but you look like you might be actually doing exactly. something. Exactly. They're yeah. just tilting back and forth, uh, to, uh, to a beat mm-hmm. while she sings a song about it. And it was the, it dated it so much. <laughs> it was incredible. Like you don't think 2003 was that long ago. And then you realize it was 15 years ago, mm-hmm. and a lot happens in 15 years. Yeah. Um, so that was the Survivor equivalent of the uh, Super Bowl shuffle. I can still feel it in my throat, and I want to vomit. <laughs> Do you need another drink? I've taken plenty of drinks, and okay, it still well, hasn't gone down. Another beverage. <laughs> I guess I guess I do enjoy this, this <laughs> gift. Good. <I'm, laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, all right, so we got the shaft, right? I mean, it feels like I got the shaft on my birthday present. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Which is the the remake by the same director. Like, mm-hmm. how much does this guy love this concept that he wanted to remake it? Yeah. Um, so I immediately got bored with this movie and started reading IMDb trivia. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this movie didn't get a wide release because uh, it mentions bombing the World Trade Center and Osama bin Laden. And so airplanes. the whole time, the whole time I'm watching for this. You know, what my favorite part about this movie is At the very that end two characters they... say it off screen, <laughs> and they could have totally taken that audio out <laughs> and had a release in the United States, but instead they chose to leave it in and not have a release. In the There's United no States. way this was so actually... it made like no money. There's I'm no sure. way this was going to get a wide release, which is what that says. Like, I mean, it's I... Miramax. Right? Or something like that? I don't know. Uh, but it's it, half this movie's dubbed also. Is it? It's Something is going on with this audio. Something is definitely going on with this audio. It didn't look dubbed to me. Uh, so we open with the world's shittiest security guards. They're looking at hookers sure. from, the, from the apartment towards the apartment building, right? Mm-hmm. They reference Ingar Bergman. Yeah, immediately. Higmer Bergman. Uh, who they say was an actor in Casablanca. The uh, And then we we have to recreate our elevator scene, right? So we already described what it is. What is the cheapest way that every movie ups the stakes? They're like, I'm, I think I like this main character, but we got to up the stakes a little bit more. We make her pregnant. Oh, yeah. So what does this movie do with the elevator scene? Uh, it fills it full of pregnant women. <laughs> it's the most blatant... They all get real hot and have their babies. <laughs> it becomes this hot box where they they all give birth. Mm-hmm. It's I exactly did love the, the transition thing. to the egg on the griddle. Though. Yes, that, that was, was awesome. fantastic. Yes, I did like that too. Uh, but it's, it's just the most blatant way they, mm-hmm. he just recreated the exact thing and just upped the stakes by having to be pregnant women. Yeah, horrible. Who don't show their tits. Where did that come from? Because that's the first 
the dude has his pants off at one point, and then magically they're back on in the first movie because he's totally banging that girl. Oh yeah, and his pants are at his ankles, and then they cut to another shot and they're on him, his person. So I was trying to figure out if it was dubbed or not, but then uh, there's a, a big argument with the hillbilly about the price of a burger, and that 100% shows that this was dubbed. Like, you're watching it, and it does not match up at all. I did not notice you got to rewatch at least that scene, because something is going on. Did you, did you watch the DVD, or did you rip it? Oh, so I'm I wondering did, if it's something... Yeah, you might be onto something there. I did rip it. Yeah. Wondered if the audio got shitty there. Yeah, it could have been. And I, I would totally believe that this movie had shitty ADR. I just didn't. I feel like this it. was so bad that, like, I even made the point there to write in my notes. This is the moment when I know for sure. Okay, so then you, it you might, might be, you might it be, might be on the there. rip there. Uh, our two elevator repairmen sit down. They get their food delivered to them, and then they get the emergency phone call that the elevator needs to go. Mm-hmm to be repaired and they leave their uneaten food and pay. This is another example. Number one of elevator repairmen are the most important people in the world. And two, well, they got called to the millennium building, man. And and two, this happens in movies constantly. Like where people will like, uh, I think sitcoms are really bad about this. Like you and I will meet up and then Mm -hmm. we'll order food. And then our converse, our 32nd conversation is done and we'll get up to rush out to go deal with this. Like, we came here to eat. Like, we're going to deal with this after we eat. <laughs> well, at we least, will. At least get it to go. Yeah. Uh, no? I ordered me? fries. I'm going to eat those damn fries. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't happen in this movie. They rush out. Yeah. So then we cut to uh, our uh, journalist lady, and we have to establish our computer guy. So she goes, ah, crap it doesn't work and he comes over to help her and is like it's like that time that i asked you out (laughs) and you said no and she's like ha 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 that's funny (laughs) and then she goes uh it's not working and he looks at it and he goes oh you've got a virus and then they show the screen i'm like that's not a virus that's a word document but it's kind of like a virus microsoft software it's kind of like a virus it was just a Word document. How did he know she had a virus? That's <laughs> I my get point. what you're saying. I like the idea of leaving you hang there, though. Uh, uh, yeah, so then he mentions 12 more times that uh, he wants to, to fuck her, and she doesn't appreciate that. She's just like, whatever. So then she has to go to the Millennium Building, too, because the, the pregnancy stuff has happened. So now both of our protagonists are in the building at the same time. And uh, Jeff, our expert, not our protagonist. You skipped over the most incredible line of this movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Go for it. Do you have any idea what I'm referencing? Holy shit. Only one time I think have I ever done this, and I was going to turn this into an audio clip, but I didn't have time. Okay. Her editor tells her she needs to make sure that he gets her, she gets him, 500 words on 400 blah, 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 words. blah. 400 words on blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And better make them juicy. Oh, yeah. And, and Naomi she- Watts, as she's walking away, under her mm-hmm. breath, like to get him, says, I'll pee on him. Yeah. 
I'll just have to pee on him. What the fuck does that, that mean? It perfectly sets the tone for the rest of the movie. I'll have to pee on them to make them juicy? Yeah. Is this a pun that translated from Dutch didn't make sense, maybe? Uh, I think... I'll have to pee on them. Mm-hmm. Strap in. That's that's the rest of the movie. What the It's right fuck? there in that line. Sorry, go ahead. So now they're at the Millennium Building. <laughs> they're at the Millennium Building, and Jeff is like, uh, there's nothing wrong, but we'll say that a button needs some a drop of oil on it. And he's like, that's deceitful but i'm gonna go to the potty and she's in there and he uh tells her things that he shouldn't uh and then uh walks away and then she tries to follow him and security's like you can't be here and she yells he raped me yes like Like three times fun like three times just to get back at him. Luckily, and I don't know what's I don't know what pisses me off more, the fact that she just yelled that casually or the fact that nobody cared. The guy literally the, the security guard literally is watching her walk away saying that she was just raped and he says, "Well, at least he's got taste." I must have missed that one in my fury. That was the other thing that I was going to put the audio in. He literally says, "Well, at least he's got taste." Hans Man or whatever the fuck what his name is. The fuck. What's the dude's name? Dick Moss. Dick Moss. That's like Hans Man, right? <laughs> uh, there's a blind pervert uh, who gets his hair cut mm-hmm. and then gropes the woman. Yeah, because he wants to see her beauty, and that made me think. Like, okay, blind people see with their hands. Mm-hmm. But dudes like boobs. This actually brought up a thing that's like, uh, that's totally inappropriate to do. But like, how are they going to see if she has the boobs? What do you mean? So they're dating and they're... No, I mean, like, I don't know. It's, It's a first date or whatever. And... One of the things you do for a first date is you get all fancy and be like, this is me at my best, but it's just totally me. But it's not. It's a big lie. That's how first dates go. Yes. Uh, So that's a thing. A woman would want to accentuate that area. Sure. I. But think it's lost on a blind man should, no, unless no, no. he can see her. Okay. So here's answer your question honestly. Hand, with all his right. hands. You are dating a blind guy. You're a woman dating a blind guy. You mm-hmm. want her to know. Sorry, you want him to know that you're attractive and you're a voluptuous woman. But let's just say it's a first date. I'm with you. Give me okay. a second here. Okay. But you, you said wa- dating like it's like sorry. they're about first to have date. sex you're going anyway. On a, no, you're going on a date. Yes. So you can 100% women know where their breasts are. So if you give them a hug. <laughs> Thanks. If you, if you give them a hug, right? So you make a point to make sure you hug this person. You grab their hand and you hold it against your side and you can feel your breast, right? You've got side, you've got elbow boob before. Yeah. And it's, it's been exciting, right? You get elbow boob. That's sure. a good thing. Likewise, if you're the guy and you're trying to figure it out. You, you're not going to be a pervert, but if you give somebody a hug or whatever, you can see if you feel like you're physically attracted to them. Yes. So I think that, I think that it's, uh, 
it, it comes out there. And that if you are, like I said, if you're a female, you know what you're doing. Women know where they're bre- like, I'm saying that as a joke, but you've, yes, I'm not saying you can, it, you can, you know, do the brush against the shoulder. Yes, elbow exactly. Or something. Yeah. Yep, that's, that's what they're going to do. So that's the, whether or not you wanted a real answer, that's my real blind dating <laughs> etiquette answer. All right, then. Uh, so then, much like the other movie, he falls down an elevator shaft. Except they kill a dog. They yank the dog down with him. It's kind of awesome. I like this. They kill a dog. I like it. Later in the movie, they kill a child, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> but I'm not okay with them killing the dog. Like, also, this is a blind guy. He has a service dog. And the service dog is like, yo, there's danger. And he's like, fuck you. Let's go. Why are you acting weird? He's acting weird because he's doing his job. And you as a blind guy should know that. That's true. What are your thoughts on uh, the current state of the service animal situation? Um, my girlfriend's sister used to train service dogs. Um, and so, like, I, she's the dog whisperer. And I know a lot about them. What is the point of your question, I guess? The point of the question is is with the current uh, like emotional support animal thing mm-hmm. and the prevalence of just going on Amazon and buying a $14 service dog vest and people putting it on them and claiming they are service dogs so they can take them anywhere. Okay. Uh, I feel like it's getting crazy, man. I mean, people be frauding, but you can't. You can't punish everyone by limiting. I'm not. Their... I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like people suck is sort of my oh, point. Yeah. Like you'll be in the grocery store and you will see this dog that is obviously not a fucking service dog, and it's got this vest on. I feel like you have like a vendetta. It's what it feels. It feels like there's anger in your heart there, for us. There is it, it, terrible people. Yeah. Uh, there's a Kyle Kinane bit about, it's, you know, the typical uh, in a movie theater with a crying baby. And then he goes into the lobby and talks to the manager. And he's like, there is a crying baby in there. Can you do something about that? And the manager just looks at him and goes, some people suck. And he says it was <laughs> the best customer service he's ever gotten. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, some people suck. I don't like people. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're listening, in which case you <laughs> are a great person. We also don't like you if we see you, but we're glad that you're listening. <laughs> don't try to talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe at one point we'll be... That's not true. I was going to say maybe at one point we'll be famous enough to... No. Where we'll have to be in a public thing, but that's never going to happen. Nope. This is for us and our 12 what people What about Little Lazarus too? That might Electric put you Bigaloo? into the stratosphere. Maybe. Yeah. But it's going to be a prequel. Littier, littler and ladder Lazarus here. Little Lazarus, the next resurrection. <laughs> the next, but it's a prequel. But it's the next resurrection. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that. Okay, so we get an inline skater in case you wanted to know what yeah, year it was. Yeah, this movie fucking takes a pause to be like, <laughs> hey, this movie's now about cool rollerblade turns tricks. into a sega genesis commercial yes. <laughs> jet set radio uh and these hip dudes wearing jenko jeans mm-hmm. are uh inline skating all over the place 
and he inline skates and gets sucked into the elevator and then gets shot out of the elevator like it was a t-shirt gun mm-hmm. <laughs> dead yeah uh shot out through window through the flimsiest gate ever uh and, and down and it's ruled a suicide mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, until naomi watts goes through and finds out that it happened in a sp- two seconds even though everyone there could see that his feet were not on the ground ever not once yeah uh we get this bizarre nazi preschool teacher yeah uh i don't understand what was happening here who was she the it's a big building so they have daycare for their employees that's the thing okay uh and she's supposed to be watching this little kid so now mm-hmm. we get the little girl that's playing this was a better scene this was better than the original yeah uh, because the elevators were playing with this girl right well the elevator played with the girl in the other one too i don't feel like they did this it opened much. one and then it opened the other and then it opened the other and then it opened. i feel like it was less in this movie than in the lifted okay it's the exact same thing never mind yeah uh, then we get elevator, uh, one, except the other one was better because her mom was trying to have sex with the building manager. Yes. And so she has to run out there like while buttoning up her shirt. Uh, we get our introduction to elevators, elevator one Oh one with Naomi Watts and the repairman where he's just spewing the basic information that you need to know about elevators here. It's like yeah. there's two different systems here. There's a computer system that tells it where to go, and there's a mechanical system that actually does the mechanism of moving it up and down. Okay, I want to talk about this. So they go to Jeff's house at night, and he's like, fuck you, I'm not listening. And Jeff is Felix 2.0. Yeah. And so he drives off. Uh, so then they have a scene in the car where they say nothing. <laughs> For two minutes, nothing, like, they talk, they say nothing, and then they cut to immediately this diner scene where it's just exposition, blah, 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 blah. Why not cut from exciting drive-off to exposition dump? Why have this two-minute scene where they just are like, so here's what's happened in our story. <laughs> uh it's it's weird because it's not even like exposition dump off. It's more like it's more like just they're fact dumping, mm-hmm. right? Like it's a bad. If you're gonna salesman. understand the rest of this movie. Here's what you got to know. Yes, it's like a bad salesman trying to sell you a computer that's just listing all of the features of this computer. Yeah, he's just dumping it on you. Can uh, I just say I don't give a fuck about this Sean William Scott wannabe looking motherfucker. He does kind of look like Sean William Scott, doesn't he? Like the he the most interesting thing about him is that he likes jukeboxes, and that never comes up again. <laughs> like, and that's the only thing I care about him about. I legitimately, when they first showed the jukebox, uh, because it was like the back of it, and I didn't know, I was like, "Does he have a mini elevator in his apartment?" <laughs> like, I thought he was at home. Like building, uh, tell me that this movie wouldn't have him doing I mean, that. it could, totally it could. totally could yeah. have him like, I love elevators so much, I made a miniature model in my house. But that's the thing, he doesn't give a shit about, he doesn't give a shit about elevators, really, or at all, even the fact that people are dying until pretty much the end. 
Like he's not he he's not Felix trying to solve a puzzle. He's just like uh, around the journalist who's trying to figure this out. Yes, because uh, we neglected to say his partner died. Well, that's about yeah. That happens right after the diner scene. Yeah, is the grandpa from Gilmore Girls gets in the elevator? Ed Sherman, uh, Dave Herman. Ed Sherman is his name. I thought it was Dave Herman. Who's Dave so. Herman? I don't know. The the actor in real life's name is Ed Sherman. Right. I thought it was Dave Herman. I'm going to look this up. It's probably Dave Sherman. Like we're both probably <laughs> yeah, going to be able to claim exactly in the middle. Claim victory there. Uh he was in uh uh he just died recently. Yeah. yeah. I know cuz he wasn't in the like they've been trying to do like a Gilmore Girls reboot forever and then uh he died. I think it may be Ed Herman. Uh you yes. know how I'm gonna look this up? I'm gonna look up Richie Rich. <laughs> I always feel like that too. Like I have a point of reference. It's like you play the uh, five degrees in your head, trying to figure out who somebody is. Uh, so we get the. Exi- I'm sorry. Uh, the I if you look Richie Rich, Richie Rich isn't on there until way down at the bottom because it's spelled with cent signs for C's. <laughs> Uh, so what did you say his name was? Ed Sherman? Yes. It's Ed Herman. I, I just said, though, I think yeah. it might be Ed Herman. Yeah. So I feel like I won that one. So, yeah. So he, the, we get the exi- He is the dad in Richie Rich. Yep. He's the grandpa in Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. He's the husband at Overboard. Those are probably what you know him from. Uh, This audience should know him from Lost Boys. Okay, yeah. Uh. So we get the exact same explanation. I'm not our audience. As we did. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> That's why I talk about, oh, guy, this guy from Gilmore Girls is in this. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we get the exact same explanation. Listen to our side episodes on Saw <laughs> to learn more about people from Gilmore Girls in horror movies. Uh we get the exact same explanation as the first movie. He doesn't even try to expand on his mythology. Nope. He doesn't try to tweak it. He doesn't try to change it. He doesn't try to do anything different. Yeah. Just regurgitates the exact same thing. It goes from gray goop to blue goop. That's our difference. I don't like at this time. The or internet, no, it goes from blue goop to red goop. Excuse the, me. The internet is a thing now, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you not add any level of any? I, I, like he didn't even I mean, try 2001, to update it. Most people are still on AOL. But, like broadband but isn't a thing, really. But that's a thing. But that's at least you know where stuff is going, right? Yeah. Like, I'm, I don't know. Like, if they're talking technology, how do if they If you know? want to say this bad movie is bad at being a movie, I'm with you. Uh, that's kind of what I wanted to say. <laughs> so they end up uh, having their major elevator scene. Uh, they are dealing with the blue goop. Yeah. Uh, it's, the, red, it's red goop in this one. The, also, um, okay. Is this this is gonna be weird? But I feel like now this may say something about me that I don't like. Okay. But I feel like they structured the computer in this one to look like a woman's body, complete with fan titties. The fans are like perfectly placed to be 
the boobs of this lady computer. And I could be completely wrong, and I'm okay with that. You had a little bit of a dry spell there that you're seeing <laughs> boobs everywhere, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> Fan titties. <laughs> you guys have been fighting lately, and you're just like, oh, that fan looks kind of sexy. I kind of want to motorboat that fan. Oh, did I'm giving something away here. Can I spoil something? Okay. The leprechaun does that in one of the movies. Okay. He, he convinces somebody that there's a pair of boobs and to stick their face in the boobs and it's 100% a fan. <laughs> so I forgot that until I said it out loud that like you were going to motorboat a fan. That's awesome. And the Warwick Davis already did that. So I am not original. <laughs> Speaking of fans, I'm a fan of Die Hard, which we also watched on Christmas, and there's a fan in that movie. Also, that's it. Uh, so the bottom of this elevator somehow falls out, right? Uh, yeah, so a bunch of people get on the elevator, and uh, this is new to the mythology. It can control the bottom. <laughs> makes It's like total trap doors, and... They kill a child, and I'm okay with that. I'm st- I still don't. I'm still not okay that they kill a dog, but they kill old people and and children and stuff. I do, that that doesn't make any sense though. About the the. No, it doesn't falling out of the bottom or whatever. It opens up into four sections and releases them. It's not a thing that elevators do. I there's a reason why they don't do that. Uh, I have. The same problem with this is what I have with Transformers. Like, I feel like the original Transformers... Because you feel like the elevator's a robot in disguise? Yes. The the Transformers and the Michael Bay thing don't move or change the way that you would expect something actual mechanical to do. Mm-hmm. It looks like sharp, pixelated it's things. It's just CGI right? magic, yeah. Exactly. Whereas, like, the toys and stuff, like, physically that would be possible. And the cartoon. Yes, yeah. it would be physically possible to do that. Mm-hmm. This is Michael Bay Transformer Elevator. Yeah. Uh, so then, Sean William Scott wannabe uh, gets into the elevator, Felixes it up, uh, but the... Uh, the like military and SWAT team police and everything are there because this is now considered a terrorist act. Uh, we didn't mention fucking Ron Perlman is his boss in this movie. Yeah. Ron Perlman with that fucking face, man. Like that is a face that is made for movies. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the new Hellboy trailer? Yes. How do you feel about the new Hellboy trailer? I mean, it seemed like Hellboy to me. I'm like, I'm not a huge like it's, comic book, uh, I don't know. It seemed the same, but I know it's not. It seemed generic superhero movie to me, which is not what Hellboy is. Like it lost, it lost that gothic kind of feel that the original movies had that they got from the comic books. I could see that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, and then the coup de gras of this movie, my favorite moment, mm-hmm. is when you have the failed Willy Wonka launch scene. Of the elevator that yeah. attempts to bust through the ceiling. That's when it. That's when the the bottom drops out, and it just has a little limp dick, and it doesn't make it away. <laughs> it like, it like the little nubbin at the end gets through the the, the roof, and that's yeah, about just it. the tip. But then it gets stuck there. It does. Yeah. And uh, fuck this movie. Yeah. Uh, so the police show up. There's like all this stuff, 
And so the police bring rocket-propelled grenades. Mm-hmm. And so, and like the end of the last movie, when the cable tentacles reach out and choke the guy, they also get uh, our protagonist's foot, and he hang upside down and RPGs the <laughs> computer. And so... I feel better about them walking away from this movie than the last one. Oh, for sure. Yeah, this one. Because the other one, like, the dude shot the thing, like, five times. With a gun. Yeah, yeah, with a gun. Yes. And that's it. Uh, The lift or the shaft? The lift. Why? Because it's uh, fun and almost a good movie. No. It's a movie. Uh, I will disagree and say the shaft because... It has like the P line and it is so absurd. And then you have the the dialogue in the same scene. They talk about the president, airplanes, terrorists, Osama bin Laden, World Trade Center. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's insane. But nothing happens in the shaft. Uh, You get Willy Wonka's Mm, tip. Neither one of these movies are good or enjoyable. So I would recommend the lift if you're looking for something off kilter. Ooh. to watch i don't know if i can give it a recommendation well you picked the shaft which is terrible so obviously <laughs> uh so next week i have stuff set beside us okay beside me to watch mm-hmm. i have watched them we can do them or i can just put this as a mental note uh that that uh i've watched them and we can do them another time and we can do a glory hole uh i'll I mean, leave it up to you why would you leave that up to me like, of course, I'm going to pick Glory Hole. Okay. Like, duh. <laughs> okay. That turned out terribly last time, but one of these times has got to be good, right? All right. All right. So here's what we got. Uh, I've got... Oh, I got to edit that. I got to make sure we got... All right. So we got Netflix, Hulu, Prime, and Shutter all added, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, I keep telling it to add it and it's not. Oh, I didn't hit save. Save. Saving. All right. So again, this is a free plug for realgood.com. R-E-E-L good. I think it's awesome. So we got Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, Shutter. Just doing movies. Are we doing any score again or are we going to up it? Um, Any score. Any That's, score? That has to be always. Okay. Um, what categories do they have? Because you could do horror, but I think thriller or suspense might need to be added. Uh, so I do have thriller. Uh, I also have science fiction. Yeah, science fiction isn't necessarily. It can be horror, but it's not necessarily. Oh, it won't let me do more than one. Okay, horror it is. All right, I'm doing my spin. You ready? Yep. Spinning first movie uh, is called Monstro. Okay. And what I'm looking at here, it might be, oh, it's called El Monstro Del Mar, maybe? The title says Monstro, but the poster, the DVD, whatever it is, says El Monstro Del Mar. Okay. Uh, And we have a 50s style pinup pretty lady on an old... Cadillac with uh, 
maybe I don't know, kind of like hold a car uh, with some tremor style uh, uh, shadow puppets coming up. Okay. So I'm going to guess this is a 2010 version of a 1950s monster movie. Is that my guess. Cool. Here's here's and in Spanish. Here's what I've got. You tell me what you think if that uh, if that looks right. Uh, it is rated 4.6 out of 10, by the way. So this looks like cheaply made, uh, some sort of uh, Latino or Latin uh, mystery science theater thing. Okay. Uh, it doesn't look like those are things that are about to eat her. It looks like they are yelling jokes at her. <laughs> it does look like they're yelling. I can see that. All right. So, Monstro, exclamation Monstro. point. Uh, what is it on? How do we... Oh, yeah. That's a good point. What is? How do we determine what it's on? I don't know. You've got the phone. Well... Oh, you're killing me here, bro. Well, it doesn't say what it's on. It well, just says IMDb score. All right, so I score. hit more info, uh, and it is screaming, streaming on Prime. Okay. I'm gonna let me screenshot this so when we forget what we're watching, because we will. Okay. All right. Ready for your spin? I am ready for my spin, sir. Wait, wait. wait. Uh, so far, how are we grading who wins these things? Right? Were we rating on who did the spin? I don't know. I didn't know we were we had a winner. Well, I feel like we're all winners. Actually, uh, last time we were all losers. But <laughs> well, wreck was. We both agreed wreck was better. Yes. Uh, so I'm the one that spun wreck. So you're you're winning one nothing. Okay. All right. Here we go. Spinning. What have you got to lose, anyways? I don't know. Last time it was <laughs> a lot. Okay. Yours was four point six. Yeah. Mine's 4.7. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's from 1991. Mm-hmm. It's a horror thriller. Okay. And it's called Dolly Dearest. I've seen Dolly Dearest. Of course you have. Oh, it's got like a, a blocks, right? Yeah. Spelling out the name. I've seen Dolly Dearest. Yeah, it's got Dolly spelled out in blocks and then Dearest spelled it like carved in blood. Yeah, I know this movie. Uh, it's time to play and... The doll looks like as I don't know, like a sad, angry housewife. Yeah, it does. It looks like uh, she has liquor bottles hidden throughout the house. Mm-hmm. She's a chronic smoker. Yep. She came in second place to that bitch. Betsy Wetzel mm-hmm. uh, to be prom queen. Yes. Uh, and she's never forgotten about it. No. Uh, and fucking Troy won't get off his ass and stop fixing the Camaro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and get a real job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this looks awful. Do we get to read the thing? We didn't read it last time. No. I guess not. Okay. I mean, we never read the thing. Like, do we? Is that part of our thing? I don't know. No, I'm saying day to day. Do you ever read the the thing? Oh, do you ever read the back of the movie? I guess not. No. Okay. Uh, this is also on Prime. So I can't tell you anything about this because I have seen this movie. So 
All right, that's our movies. We got El Monstro Del Mar. I'm gonna take a screenshot with your phone. And Dolly Dearest, which I have seen. <laughs> so I'm a little disappointed. I'm I'm not. I think it's funny that you've seen one of these shitty movies that we pull. <laughs> How do you know it's shitty? It's four point seven. Okay. That means so like when you it's weird. When you go on a five a system of five, three is average. When you go on a system of ten, like the way human psychology works, about a seven is average. Uh so this is a four point seven. Mm-hmm. But it's maybe a little better than oh, I can't believe that. I think I'm going to like El Monstro Del Mar <laughs> more. Which might also be just be called Monstro. I don't yes. know. Good. So two. Justin, what else you got for us? I still have cricket in my teeth. 